0: episode 201. Hey, this is the 201st episode of Classroom Brew, and uh, for this one we're going to be a little bit different. We, we've been going with a more segment-to-segment uh, setup, and to be honest with you, this week was, well, the week before this episode comes out. I had a, a Thursday-Friday setup where essentially Adam, who uh, I hired a couple years ago, he is shifting into special education. There's a, a program that the district will pay for the courses that he would need to get his SPED endorsement. And the only thing that he has to do in turn is commit to teaching social, or, uh, to, uh, special education in the school he's currently in. So I was like, damn it, man. Like, I was so excited to, to have you. Now I got to replace you technically. But he, he is still going to be within social studies. He'll just be doing SPED. So we're, we're getting stronger as a whole. But uh, point being is that I was spending, I did like six in-person interviews in two days and a bunch of phone interviews beforehand. So coming down from like 12 or 13 applicants down to six and then down to two, well, down to three and then down to two and then down to one, not an easy process. And I got to tell you, it's it's fucking weird having been on the other side of the hiring process now two times in my young career, Uh, humbled, of course, like very, very grateful to be on that side of it, but it's fucking weird. For this one, I've got an ace cider and I've also got one of those Arizona hard seltzers in, you guessed it, mucho mango. Cause say it with me, I wanna be on vacation, but I can't. So here we are with a mango drink to make me self doubt my reality and act like I'm on vacation. Because what else am I gonna do to solve my (laughs) stress level? as a teacher who's going to be stuck in the school anyways during the summer because I got a coach. Yeah. Um, no, seriously, I'm excited for the year to be over. Uh, at one point, I, I asked a few candidates about self-care because the, the work that we do at, at my school, it's not easy. It's very rewarding, rewarding, sorry, but it's also draining. And so the question was along the lines of you can't pour from an empty cup what do you do in terms of self-care? And everyone had great answers. Except for one person, that must be like Terminator on steroids in the form of a teacher. So it's kindergarten cop, I guess. Arnold Schwarzenegger, because when I asked that, what's your self-care? What's your go-to? The answer was something along the lines of, I never, I never, my cup is never empty. All I need is the, pa- I, I am a solar panel and also the sun. I am the source of energy and the eco-efficient form of pulling that power from that energy-efficient. Uh, Jesus Christ! And I understand it's an interview. It's kind of an awkward, you know, scenario. Like I get to know you in like a 20-minute phone call, and then if that goes well, then there's an hour to an hour and a half-long interview or whatever the whatever the length of time is. I don't know. They all kind of blend together, and you know, I don't even know how long they are. They could be six hours. They could be one minute. Who knows? Time is all relative when it comes to hybrid learning. He gives a shit, and the response was just so off-putting. And I don't know if it's because she thought he's looking for the perfect answer here. I gotta tell him that I don't get. I'm not weak. But we were just talking about like the stigma behind mental health and and self-care and and you know whatever. And yeah, never like truly a perfect. T- also claimed that she's never had struggles. She's never had any challenging students. And Jesus Christ, we, we found them, everybody. We found the perfect teacher that's never had any problems, and they're perfect, and they never get worn out, and all they need is their passion for teaching, and that will sustain them throughout their 205-day schedule as a teacher in a, a district with low funding and high levels of teacher accountability, and honestly, the, the cards are just stacked against us in every way, but you know what? All she needs is the kids, and don't get me wrong, love them all. But Jesus Jesus Christ, yeah, that was, and I almost got to the point where I was like, oh shit. So basically, you're the best of all of us, and you've got something in a bottle that you need to bottle up and sell, and we're all just a bunch of chumps. But you know what? It is what it is. I don't know. I at this point, it felt like it was like 16 hour days just to get it done. I really bit myself in the, in the ass because it was basically, my, my day was uh, teach, interview, teach, interview, teach, interview, and so on and so on the entire time. So I didn't get like a single break. The one break I did get, it was like, oh, a senior's here because they want to go to prom, but they're failing all their classes. Uh, can you come up with a plan with them right now in the next two seconds because they're angry at us because they can't go to prom? <laughs> Just putting the teachers on the spot. and like, fuck, man. What am I going to do in this moment where there's a kid crying through their mask that they're wearing improperly, by the way? And I'm going to be the bad guy because somehow it's my fault they didn't do anything. And it's like, well, they have a lot going on. I'm was like, i aware of that. I excused them from half the assignments and I dropped about seven of them and all that stuff. But you know, maybe I'm the bad guy anyways. It doesn't matter. Along with the whole, I did all my assignments. And you're like, well, let's take a look at Aspen. And it's like, you've done two of them in the last two weeks. So, yeah, I've done everything the past two weeks. Like, well, what about the fa- past uh, four months? I'm like, no, that doesn't count. <laughs> I'm here now, right? And you're like, I mean, I'll work with you here, but uh, let's be realistic here. And honestly, that, that's honestly, I guess this would be my first teacher confession for this week, is just let them go to the fucking prom. Who gives a shit where they're at? The, the consequence at this point for their grades is whether or not they graduate, okay? I don't care if they want to do Mambo Number 5 on the dance floor at the Marriott. It doesn't impact me if they're going to do the cha-cha slide at the Double Tree on a Friday night. That said, you'd be alarmed at how many staff members are like, can I go to prom? I want to go to prom and live vicariously. Yay! I'm like, no fucking way would I be going to... I didn't even want to go to my prom. I regret going to mine. Not that I had a terrible time, but it's kind of bored, to be honest with you. No shade to anybody that, you know, I might have hung out with during that time, but I wouldn't go again. So why the fuck would I go? When it's just a bunch of my my students, former students, maybe some students that they didn't pass my class, so I'm the bad guy in their story. (laughs) You think I want to dance to Ricky Martin when they're staring at me for giving them a D that one time in 2016? No, that's too far. They'd be graduated by now. 2018? Absolutely not. You think I'm going to enjoy that Doja Cat song while they're doing TikTok dances? I already feel old at the spry age of. Now, as of June 7, 28, huh? and you want me to spend my Friday night until 11 o'clock chaperoning? Granted, there was no pressure to chaperone, but that's for sure the, the priorities that I have versus some of the other staff members, a lot different. Maybe it's because I've I got the, the enough from my own experiences that I don't, or maybe I'm just shitty, you know? It's, you know, maybe I should have more of like a mentality of it's for the kids, that kind of a thing, you know? But not my scene, my Friday night scene. Believe it or not, has uh, nothing to do with also being in, in my job role. That just doesn't sound that just doesn't sound interesting to me. I I don't I, I love my students, but I I don't want to be at their prom. You know, I don't want to be on their Facebook Live story where it's just 16 teenagers because it's a very low number of kids that could go and then COVID and then people that actually qualified to go. I don't want to watch 16 teenagers just awkwardly behave and dance to the, doing the Dougie in front of their Dean. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I'm a big like dance. Like, I'll just every so often like someone will come on and just kind of give a little shimmy as I'm doing it right now. And that's for sure. I'd, I'd be doing it if I were there, if I was forced to be there, or if it was paid, maybe I'd do it. But I just, I can't imagine the, the awkwardness of it for having so few people. Like when, when I was at prom, it, it was just insanity. My school alone, and there were like a hundred plus people there, probably more. I don't know. And I think with the two schools and granted COVID times, different, you know, scenario, but even when it wasn't COVID times, it was like, we're talking maybe like 20 or 30 people. You ever go on a dance floor and it's just you and one other person? It's miserable. You ever go to a wedding that's less than 10 people? It's miserable. You ever have a classroom uh, with mostly kids online and just one kid in person and the online kids are silent and so is the person in in the building itself? It's miserable. (laughs) So I don't want to dance to Nicki Minaj featuring Cardi B on my Friday night toward the end of the year with kids that didn't bother to show up to class digitally, but they were the first ones in line to pick up their prom ticket. (laughs) Hey, by the way, they school functioned the kids all day on Friday, uh, the day of prom. So it's like, well, you got to pick up your prom ticket. That'll take you about 15 minutes. So just, you know, don't go to all your classes. And granted, I don't give a shit, but could you have consulted the teachers? And when I ask you a question about it, can you give me an answer of any kind and not blow me off? You already bothered me to pull me into that, you know, that, if you want to call it a, a meeting with the parent and the kid, when they're like, you didn't call me. And it's like, well, what number did you put in there? Did you check your voicemail? And they're like, well, that's not my number. And okay, so I'm the bad guy here. Well, they're failing my kid and you can't do that. Well, they haven't done anything since like the month of February. They're like, well, that's where we're at. Um, maybe just let us in. Let us be a part of the process. If you're going to decide, uh, fuck school. It'd be nice to know about that, especially because you just said, Well, they can go, but they have to come up with a plan to improve. And so they need to be in class to do this, to actually graduate. But then you pull them out for that day when there's only like three days left for them. The fuck are you doing? You know, just another example. I guess that's a teacher frustration, I guess. No, no, no. This is a teacher frustration. I was on mute on accident for about three minutes in my AP psych class. I'm going to put AP in the hardest air quotes. I am my whole arm is in these air quotes. This is an audio podcast, but I'm air quoting the shit out of this air. And that uh, was on mute. My Bluetooth speaker died. And so because of that, it automatically defaults to the, the, uh, the inside of the computer, the built-in, um, the built-in microphone, and, but it mutes it as a default, which I guess is probably like an a important feature to have. And nobody said anything for like three minutes of me moving my fucking mouth, going over stuff that they needed to know for their final project, and no one said a fucking word. So what does that tell you? They were not there. And if they were there, they weren't there mentally. For five three to five minutes, whatever it was, and the fact that I was like, I apologize, guys. They were like, oh, we didn't even fucking notice, probably in their head. Because of course they didn't type it or say it, because they don't give a shit enough to say so. But don't worry, they were the first ones at the school to say, how can I get my grade up? I've got three days left, one day for prom, and now I care. <laughs> and this is, of course, I'm i am doing this all in good fun. I am not trying to, you know, mitigate the, the SEL components. Some of my students have a lot that has been going on this year, and I've had, obviously, conversations with them before this, but just, you know, for the sake of... And I have to give this disclaimer because I'm a teacher and there's already enough teacher hate and I got to say this shit because if it's out of context, fuck off. Just got to say it and that's, that's where we're at. I saw, by the way, a homeless man while we were driving. Katie and I went to Michigan the weekend right before my birthday and uh, that was present me. Very nice, awesome. Uh, New Buffalo. This homeless guy was uh, right by getting on 90 uh, in the city. We went under the overpass and then you take a left and then you're on the ramp and cool. And this homeless guy we didn't, it was like, you could kind of put your own subtitles or, or captions on it, whatever. He picks up an iPhone. He just got done asking a bunch of people that are about to turn left onto the highway for money. And most people said no. And by most, I mean all. And he picks up an iPhone. He like says something like gestures like, hey, look, an iPhone. And he fucking spikes it into the ground. Just to say like, fuck the man. He spikes the iPhone, just destroying it. And nobody else saw except for Katie and I. and that is something I've thought about three times a day since then. And it's been a week. So you just spike the fucking thing. You could have peddled it. You could have found the owner, maybe gotten a reward. Maybe you could have sold it for parts. Maybe it was already broken, but you could have fixed it up for, you know, maybe you got somebody on the inside. Maybe you got a few bucks to scrap together. You can sell it for even more. So you make a profit off of it at the end of the day. Nope. Just spike the fucking thing. Just spike it. There is a guy when I when I exit Lakeshore. He's just got like a full on like you know like those waiting room sofa chairs where they're like comfier than like a wood chair, but not as comfy as like an actual like fucking chair with, you know, the cushions. The and he's got that at the stop sign, just kinda like half ass waving. He's like kind of just there. Like his shift. that they've even added more furniture. And I'm not trying to make light of like homelessness. is obviously very sad and there's, you know, substance abuse and mental health disorders and things like that, that are being, you know a lot of them are veterans, unfortunately. Not not all of them, but, like, a lot. Uh, so not to make light of it. But they've also added, like, a side table. There's, a, like, a, a little folding table in the front, too. So it's, like, a little office with a side table as well. You got to respect the hustle. You really do. So that was interesting. But, uh, yeah. Welcome to the Comment Hero of the Week. When someone's being an ass in the comment section that they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about... What's going on is you failed fucking social studies. Or when you see someone call that person out, they are our comment hero of the week. Yeah! Even though some heroes do call out those idiots, remember, don't call out a comment hero in the comment section. You can't fix them, and you can't fix stupid. I guess in terms of, uh... The hiring process, I'm glad I'm done with it. Uh, there is admittedly no comment here of the week because, let, let me put it this way. I, when I was in college, if I had a paper that was due the following morning or whatever, and it's the night before, and my mentality was like, oh, man, all diamonds are formed under pressure, and I'm going to just, I'm going to write the most beautiful BS this professor's ever seen. And it's going to turn out great. I'm going to get a solid B plus, And then I'll make up the rest of the credit to get the A later in the semester. Anyways, now me as an adult, I'm more of the mindset of I must do everything as soon as possible because anxiety. I need to eliminate my to-do list and sometimes even write stuff on my to-do list that I already did. But if I cross it off, I feel more accomplished. But if I don't do it right away and then it comes time for it, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking wing it anyway. And in some cases, I'm going to say, you know what? We're going to take the L on that one. I didn't have time to grade those papers, kids. I'm going to take the L on that one. <laughs> uh, I didn't have time to, to research the comment hero because I was too busy not having lunch or not having a prep and being, you know, what do you want to call it by parents in, in meetings that didn't give a shit beforehand. I, I didn't prepare a comment hero. And honestly, I'm kind of glad because they can be kind of draining because there are just so many assholes out there. So, you know what? This is, it's been fun. It's been a high energy, what is it, 15 minutes or so? Uh, 15, 16 minutes or so. But uh, you can reach me at Classroom Brew on social media or Brew at gmail.com. Right now I'm using one of the Classroom Brew co- or, uh, koozies and I've got a coaster for the other thing too, for the, the other drink. Uh, and you can get those at patreon.com slash classroombrew. In addition to early access to content, uh, bonus content like video episodes, Bonus episodes that are only available on Patreon no matter what. Uh, You know, just some behind-the-scenes stuff as well. And, you know, you get some voting power and, of course, that merch. So you want a Classroom Brew shot glass? Patreon.com slash Classroom Brew. You want the koozie? Patreon.com. You want the the coaster? Patreon.com slash Classroom Brew. You want some voting power? Same thing. Uh, Or if you want to be in the Patreon dedication song, which we got to do an updated one soon, but we got to get more people. That's, again, Patreon.com slash Classroom Brew. Uh for this one, rate and review whatever uh, app you're listening in. I know that they've been changing around different apps for podcasts because they're trying to compete or whatever. So wherever you're getting it, you know, tell a friend. That's the key thing, is we're spreading the word, word of mouth. It's a teacher podcast. We have a couple of beers, maybe three or four or more, who knows? Uh we'll get some exciting news coming up once it's made official on who we decided to hire. Uh and you guys would be surprised. You're gonna be like, oh shit, that's really cool. And it is. But we can't officially announce anything because I was asked by my principal to sleep on it, and that's what I'm going to do, and then officially make the word on Monday. So by the time the episode comes out, that decision will have been made. So maybe by the next one, assuming the person has accepted it, we can actually talk about it. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy. If you're on summer break, I'm really jealous of you, and I will hopefully be there soon. By the time this episode comes out, I'll have like one more week left, and it's going to be terrible, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, at least we can prep for next year, right? Okay? And maybe things will be better. Who knows? So uh, have a drink. Cheers. And until next week, class dismissed.
1: and coasters, shot glasses, bonus content, and voting power. from Cromwell from Minnesota has a thousand classrooms. That shit is crazy, but that's Minnesota. Leo Sanchez got a lot of land. He's been on the pod. It was really grand He's teaching in person During COVID Sabrina men From Ohio Teaches French class But I don't remember French Sorry for my teacher Who taught me French You were really cool But that was years ago This dude beat Answer getting real strong. He posted on the gram, He's a real bad ass. James Viner. James Viner. That's fucking right, James Viner. Sandy Montoya yeah, from California. Crazy teacher podcast. That's a bad look. Definitely not lazy Big time podcast man Melinda Bradley Melinda Bradley She's from Florida Wore PPE For her staff photo That's Melinda Melinda Bradley Melinda Bradley Classroom crew Check it out on Patreon.com